Every marriage has three rings. The engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the bickering. We're here to settle the fights that don't matter and have no winner. It's the Three Rings Podcast with another new argument. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Three Rings Podcast. My name is Phil. I'm Lauren. And we are... Married. We are indeed married. We are. Yeah. It's exciting. It, married life is married <laughs> life is very nice. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you still feel that way. I do. I mean, I, do. I mean, I do too. I don't want it to sound like I don't. I, thank God. But I, yeah, it's nice to hear you say that. Yeah, How's we, your week been? My week has been fine. I mean, as we're you know basically in the holidays and everything, uh, it's really not that bad. Um, we've started doing the personal training stuff a yeah. couple weeks back. Yeah. And shout out to trainer tab. She's awesome. She is. Yeah. It's a good program. Um, I don't, I don't like the macro counting food stuff. <laughs> I don't like it. It I is a don't. lot. Yeah. I, I don't. I think that you'll, I think you will like it more when you start to see the results from it. I see. But here's my thing. Like I, I know that I eat garbage and <laughs> like, you know, that's just me in general, but I also wasn't working out at all. So like just the like working out part, like that's progress for me. Well, yeah, that's progress, but it's not going to be, you're going to give up on the working out part if you're not seeing results from it. And part of seeing results from it is eating well. Like it all plays in together. Like I, I think I said this to you the other day, but there's a phrase um abs are made in the kitchen yeah not in the gym like and it's because your nutrition has so much more to do with your like ability to lose weight or ability to build muscle than like it has like it they that's the foundation for it is good nutrition and then the exercising is like building on that here's my take though okay like i am currently healthy like i'm not like gaining a whole bunch of weight no you're not unhealthy so just starting to exercise and do something during the week like i feel like if i if i'm at one point and i'm not moving even though i'm eating trash and laying on the couch all the time but then I changed that I'm starting to work out. Like, I'm still going to see progress. Probably the trash just not as is, The trash is one day going to catch up with you, which is the concern. I know, but I and have then, time. <laughs> I have a two-year window. I don't think window. that that works the way. I don't think that works the way that you think it does. Like you're, it, does. It, it impacts your health now, and it impacts your health later. And then, too, like, you also aren't a 20 year old who's playing hockey five days a week anymore like you're that. not going to like i haven't played hockey in like five years yeah so. but like even so just working out at your i mean like i hate to say it but at your age is not going to be enough to see any results you have to do both you have to eat well and you have to exercise and it's not even like you're like you haven't had to give up that much no, but you still ate Qdoba and Five Guys this week. Yeah, but I probably wasn't supposed to. You were supposed to eat one of the two, but like, still, like That's you. That's kind of my point. <laughs> you, but you. Honestly, if we could get you 
following the macros five out of seven days a week at this point and working out three days a week, I will be happy. And I'm not like I also want people to be because like I sound like such a bitch right now. I feel like I I sound like I'm like fat shaming you. Like out of the two of us, the one that should be fat shamed is me. But like <laughs> also like you, you're very like you're great looking. Like you look great. I worry about your health. I know. I worry about your your health long Why? term. Long term, I get. Like right now, like I'm all right. <laughs> because the long term, like starts with the behaviors that you develop now and that you engage in now that's yeah. not how it works yeah an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure like this is it's full of phrases today aren't you <sighs> jesus christ <laughs> i've got a phrase for you i mean apparently <laughs> just keep throwing them out fuck off <laughs> <laughs> but i just i, I don't know I, it's a lot it is a lot it is and it's a big change but you're doing great yeah. You got it. It's been just over a week of doing it at this point. Yeah, we've been working out for a while and then just over a week of counting the macros, but you're doing great. See, that's that's what I don't like cuz like I'm eat I feel like I'm eating so much more food. I know that you like are. it's healthy. You are. But like I feel like that's kind of defeating the purpose of like no, how my body was You're supposed to be eating food. I know I'm because supposed to be eating. The food. way that you were eating before was like causing your body to go into starvation mode and like hang on to every calorie that you eat. Okay. And you're working out more, so you need more fuel. I mean, I get I'm not that. this is not a nutrition podcast. We could take this <laughs> off air. <laughs> I mean, I probably this... they're probably like nutritionists who are listening to me like being like mm, like she's almost Got it, but. Uh, but I mean, at this point, like we're kind of so deep into this that diving yeah, into our our topic for this week is probably going to take up so much time that it's worth no. it to just keep this conversation going. No, let's no. take up your take up your issues with macro counting with Tab, not me. It did, <laughs> but you're right. There is two say? against one. <laughs> Let's get into this week's topic. What have you got for us? Okay. Well, this week is going to be focused on the greatest album of all time. Of all of time. Of all time. There are a lot of great albums out there, but we're only allowed to pick one. Do you know Do you know what I picked? I don't know what you picked, no. Do you have a guess? I don't even have a guess. I couldn't even come close to I'm honestly guessing. surprised that you couldn't figure out a guess. Uh... If I had to take a wild shot in the dark, I would guess probably a Taylor Swift album. No, no, okay. actually, you're wrong. All right. Yeah, I think I, I know what yours is. Everyone knows <laughs> what mine is at this point. It's not really that difficult. If, if you know me at all. I think it's hybrid theory. Yes, of course it's hybrid theory. It's, seriously, that's the easiest decision that I have ever made on this entire podcast. I have no fucking clue what yours is going to be, though. Mine is Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably could have guessed that. You would have, if you thought yeah. about it a little bit I, more. I, yeah, I eventually would have got there. Yes, you would have. Okay. So, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Why All right. not? Mainly because people already know what like, 
mo- most of my points are going to be. But the main three points that I have for why I think that Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory is the best album of all time. Number one, it was a revolutionary album for the genre. I'm talking about new metal, talking about rap rock, uh, everything that early 2000s. Very uh, revolutionary album. Number two, overall performance of the album. It's a big sticking point. And number three, also the legacy of the album still to this day. So those are the three points that I'm going to hit on. So back to number one, uh, talking about the revolutionariness of <laughs> the album for the genre with new Metal and Rap Rock. So uh, just kind of a little background first. Hybrid Theory, uh, actually it takes its name from... Uh, the previous name of the band before they became Linkin Park, uh, as well as the concept of... They were called... The band was called Hybrid Theory? Oh. Originally, one of their names was uh, Hybrid Theory. Where did that come from? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Mm. But I know what Hybrid Theory is. Like, the actual... I don't know what it is. It's uh, music theory. So, it's the... Uh, concept of combining different styles. Ah, so okay. That's where rap rock comes in. That's the new metal sound. I see. So okay. it's different styles of music kind of coming together. So it's one of the classic albums of the new metal genre. It defines the genre, uh, combining elements of hip hop, rock, metal, uh, and up to up until that point in 2000, there really weren't a whole lot of artists that were gaining any mainstream success from it. There were some. I mean, in the late 90s. Um, they were starting to to get a little bit, but it was really Linkin Park that pushed that out of the underground uh, and more into pop culture. Uh, and that also helped pave the way for a lot of artists to have very successful careers with that whole rap rock sound. Uh, artists like Limp Bizkit, uh, P.O.D., Papa Roach, uh, they all really took off more so in the early 2000s after Linkin Park had that big pop culture influence with uh, the release of the album. So pushing all of that into the mainstream. So you can thank Linkin Park for all of those bands. Yeah. <laughs> the early this 2000s. Is, okay. So this is my beef. What's your beef with, with rap, rap rock. rock? Rap rock's making a comeback. I'm going to say that right oh, now. God. Okay. That, well, that kind of, uh, go. I was going to say, it's just that sound is like very much of a time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it kind of was like a blip and then it went away. And so like I feel yeah. like that detracts from the like greatness of the album is that it just it sounds dated. But everything is cyclical though. You look at you look at right now with how music is and a lot of pop music is taking elements from the 80s. You're getting a lot of things that are sounding very 80s like. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, the emo sound from the 2000s has started making a comeback in alternative and rock. You know, it's everything is cyclical. And rap rock has started making a comeback. You look at God, artists like Machine us. Gun Kelly with Ugh. his latest album. You know, it's I mean, his very, latest album doesn't sound very rap rocky to me. It's it's more pop punk yeah. and all of that. But yeah. I mean, he is a rapper and there are songs that include a lot of rapping. I mean, the song with Black Bear on there and even the all-time I low song that, that the, has Black Bear, like, that, is, that is rapping. I think the, like, I don't know, the, the rap rock of yesteryear is like... <laughs> There's just something about it sonically that sounds different than like the the things that you just cited. Like yeah. all time low. Well, it should be different. 
Yeah, I just think it's like, again, it's just very much of that time. I don't think you would, I don't think anybody would like try to replicate that sound exactly over again. No, but they would build upon it, which is what most artists do anyways. I mean, all of the pop music that you hear, especially as of late, pulls a lot of those 80s references. Okay, but like as far as rap rock goes, I think that people now, like bands now, are like, I like rap music. Like, I like Kendrick Lamar and Mm -hmm. all of these things. And I like rock music and punk pop and all of that stuff. And so I'm going to mix those two. Nobody, I don't think any of these bands are going back to like, you know what I really love? Limp Biscuit. I'm gonna try and replicate a Limp Biscuit album. Like, you know what I mean? They're like I taking two separate albums. If there are bands out there that are trying to replicate Limp Biscuit, like I have an issue. <laughs> I mean, I really do. I it, can't do it. It's it's going to come back. God, I don't. It's gonna sound a little different, but it's my, gonna come back. I hope not. That was a dark time. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was <laughs> a great time for music, <laughs> especially because when you look at like the late 90s early 2000s like that was when like digital recording was starting to really come about and it was artists like Limp Bizkit that really started to do more with that and started using like DJ elements I'm, digital recording it's cringy but all that. keep going so, all right but out of that <laughs> realm just to spare you i guess um <laughs> I'll talk about the the main selling point for why I think Hybrid Theory is the best album of all time is mainly its overall performance because Hybrid Theory is certified 12 times platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America, the the RIAA, if I can fucking talk. Uh, It also reached the top 10 in 15 other countries outside of the U.S. and has sold 27 million copies worldwide, making it the best-selling debut album since Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction in 1987, uh, and the best-selling rock album of the 21st century. Um, At the 44th Grammy Awards, it won the best hard rock performance for the song Crawling, uh, and Hybrid Theory also found itself in several must-have lists that were compiled by uh, various music publications, networks, and other media. Uh, in 2012, Rock Sound named Hybrid Theory the best modern classic album of the last 15 years. Uh, in 2013, Loudwire ranked it at number 10 in the best hard rock debut albums list. And also, it is a certified platinum album in over 20 countries, eight of which are multi-platinum. And it's actually a one of the few albums that has uh, diamond certification from the RIAA which is pretty fucking impressive for an album that is 20 years old. It is impressive. It is so, impressive. So, nice little track I record as far as like Linkin commercial Park. performance. I don't know that I love Linkin Park. I respect I mean, that, them. That, I feel like that's a bigger conversation outside of <laughs> just talking about the album. I mean, when you look I at I respect the album. I don't love the album. I mean, it's not really your sound though i mean no. the album came, i was 10 when the album came out and i remember seeing oh my god that probably blew your little 10 year old mind i remember seeing the mtv <laughs> debut of the video for one step closer 
And that was like, that was the tiny, like first release. Tiny year old Phil, so full of rage. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> one step closer to the so edge, close. and he's about to break his Hot Wheels. <laughs> I mean, please. Crawling in his skin, these wounds they will not heal. He scraped his knee while biking. (laughs) What's wrong with you? You are ten. Yeah. What? What It shows the pop culture of it. (laughs) What? What about this? Spoke to fucking. 20, what, 27 million people? I've become so numb. (laughs) That's the the wrong album. It's the wrong album. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I guess I didn't realize how little you were when this album came out and like... Just but, the thought of a yeah. little 10-year-old you be like, yeah. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's talk about your connection to rumors from Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I gotta do it in adulthood. It makes a lot more sense. I'm still into the album in adulthood. <laughs> still enough fucking rage, I too. wasn't listening to, like, <laughs> good grief. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I am still listening to Hybrid Theory to this I day. I understand that. I know you are. Trust me, part, I know you are. That's why I know the, like most of the words to most of the songs on the album. Oh, you know them because you hear them on the radio. No, the yeah. I don't think so. But, um, <laughs> but just, I don't. Tiny, teeny, tiny, Phil, crawling in <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute. Are you sure? <laughs> gonna make it over there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the angst at such a young age. <laughs> Tiny suburban white boy being like, <laughs> I got problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay is that are those all your points <laughs> no not, but we'll wait oh so much of this is gonna have to be cut nope <laughs> leaving all of that okay in. finish up <laughs> give me give me what you got okay <laughs> you gonna stop laughing at my choice you gonna try you're going to try? Yeah. I'm going to laugh through your whole presentation. <laughs> so point number three, why I think that Hybrid Theory from Linkin Park is the greatest album of all time is the lasting legacy of the album. So it just celebrated its 20th anniversary of this year, which included uh, multiple different box set collections uh, with unreleased material and bonus content. But uh, the fan base went absolutely fucking crazy over this, even though it's now 20 years old. Um, including you. Yeah, including me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, 20 years since the initial release, and fans are still excited about it. But uh, Hybrid Theory uh, was uh, kind of just going back to 
you know, some of the overall performance, but also the legacy uh, of the band. Uh, the album was the 11th best performing album on the Billboard 200 during that decade. And the album actually reached the top 10 in its 38th week on the chart and stayed in the top 10 for 34 weeks. And then in total, it actually spent nearly 170 weeks on the chart as of 2017 uh, and also re-entered the chart uh, in 2011 after its release, uh, went to uh, number 167 uh, and stayed there. Uh, several weeks on the Billboard uh, 200 every single time that the band released a new album. So every time they put out mm-hmm. something new, Hybrid Theory went back up onto the Billboard charts. Are they planning on, like, what? where does Linkin Park stand as a band right now? Right now, they're not, they're not doing anything <clears throat> new. Um, I mean, with the release of the 20th anniversary box set, uh, that kind of satisfies fans a little bit. I suspect that they'll probably do something similar with, um, uh, well, th- they'll probably do something similar with the remix album that they did right after mm-hmm. uh, Reanimation. Uh, I suspect they'll do some type of anniversary for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Meteora turns twenty uh, in 2023, mm-hmm. so I mean they, they have some time. I know Mike Shinoda does solo stuff yeah, and all yeah. that. Uh, he's a super nice guy too by the way like i am not here to like i respect the hell out of him i Mm -hmm. i respect the band i am not here to make fun of i'm not laughing at the band i'm laughing at baby phil listening to the band that's (laughs) perfectly fair but i wonder 10 years old you were probably (laughs) listening to in the end so i was not listening to in the end but on pop radio i don't think i was even listening to pop radio at the time but um you're laughing at me. <laughs> I was firmly into Hillary Duff at that moment, but um, okay. <laughs> yeah, Hillary Duff or Lincoln Park. Let's see who's gonna win out of this one. Depends on who you ask, but um, anyone. She's still got a lot of fans. Uh, does she? Does she? <laughs> she does. Hillary Duff forever. She started a baby company, like a baby product company. But anyways, Her, anyways. wire isn't happening, so. No, I know. I'm really disappointed about that. But um, anyways, anyways. I wonder, too, I like, oh, who, I guess, like, I, I don't know. I'll save this question for another time because we're running <laughs> okay. low on time. All right. Um, <clears throat> so, my album, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac, released in 1977. It's a great album. Yeah. Um, so my three points. It stands the test of time. Um, the I guess it, I should rephrase that. It is li- like sonically timeless. Two, the mythology of the album. And three, its popularity today. So the album, you listen to it, and lyrically and musically, it was so ahead of the curve at the time that it doesn't even sound particularly dated right now. It's not like a, like, I'm trying to think of other things that were released in the 70s that you listen to and you know, oh, this is this is completely from the 70s. I feel like an indie band could release rumors today. I'm not saying that like a rock band, but maybe like a, a Mumford and Sons could release something like Rumors today, and you would totally believe that it was just written in the past year. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, I don't know about that. But. It is the ninth best selling album of all time, according to Observer.com. And the music is like so layered and complex that every time you listen to it, you hear new things. Um, 
a lot of bands cite this album as like a an influence, um, including Tonic, Matchbox Twenty, Goo Goo Dolls, Tori Amos, Death Cab for Cutie. Lord called it a perfect album. Because we should be listening to Lord. <laughs> hey, I mean, she had a moment. She, um, a moment, yes. <laughs> the mythology of the album. If you listen, or if you look into what was going on in the band at the time that this album was created, it mm-hmm. was insane. Yeah. Just so a bit. yeah. So they were in the midst of um, breakups within the band, drugs, new relationships. At the time that the album was being written and recorded. Um, Buckingham and Nicks, Stevie Nicks, they, Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks, they had broken up. Both of them were starting to see other people, so a lot of the lyrical content is about that. Um, Christy and John McVie had gotten divorced, and Christy McVie was starting to date other people, and so a lot of the lyrical content has to do with that. A lot of them were cheating on each other in their relationships, so there's that element. They were all doing tons of drugs <laughs> at <Ooh>. the time. <laughs> and so, like, it is just... It was a time that really was going to make or break the band as a whole. And it's interesting to see that Rumors was the product that came out of it. And, like, I think kind of speaks to the strength of the band and their, like, talent. That they were able to, like, overcome all of these, like, crazy things that were going on and still produce a an album of that caliber. As opposed to just calling it quits and being done. I mean, they're all talented musicians. Extremely, extremely. So, um, the popularity today. So, it won the 1978 Grammy Album of the Year. It is 20 times platinum. Um, Upon release, the top uh, Billboard 200, it was number one for 31 weeks. And then in 2011, it came back onto the Billboard 200 and number 11. I think there was, from what I understood, they there was a song used in Glee at the time okay, yeah. that caused the album to re-enter the charts. And then as of October 2020, it was in the Billboard 200 Top 10 because of, um, I'm yeah. going to butcher his name, the yeah, Nathan... The, the viral video, yeah, the, the TikToker. that Nathan guy that was on TikTok. Yeah, the Cranberry skateboarder. Yeah. yeah. Yep, so it re-entered. So, I mean, it is clearly, it resonates, it seems to resonate over and over and over again, no matter the age, no matter the time, because it's just that good of an album. In conclusion, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac is the best album of all That's all your points? Yeah, that's it. Oh. I just was more succinct than you. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a lot more to that (laughs) than that. Like, Okay. I mean, someone's got to wrap this up. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree that it's not a good album. I don't think it's the best album. It's the best album. Yeah, I don't know about that. If you agree or disagree, let us know. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Three Rings Pod. That's three spelled out: T H R E E Rings Pod. Please rate and review us and share us wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love a five star review and for you to share us with your friends and. uh Guess what? What? <clears throat> Next week is... Next week will be episode 52. <laughs> so it'll be a, a full, full year. year. Yep. One whole last year. Yep. 2020, yep. man. It's wild. We freaking did it. Yeah. <laughs> Very insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a time to be alive and what a time to start a podcast. But 
Here we are a year later, 52 episodes. So yep. so next we'll do week, a little something, something for you. Yeah, next week, episode 52, we'll be just talking about the podcast in general. Yeah. So that'll be next week. Cool. Yeah. All right. See y'all then. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to another weekly episode of the Three Rings Podcast. We'll be back next week with another new argument. In the meantime, follow us on all social media platforms at Three Rings Pod. Join in the argument and tell us who's right, who's wrong, or why you have the right answer. Whatever. Just tell us stuff.